Hello there and welcome to the latest episodes of the Sith Taker Snapshots podcast. I'm your host today, Rich Polly, and joining me is uh, Ben Hibbert. Hello there. Hi, Ben. And Hi, uh, producer Tim King. Hello, yeah. Tim. Hello there. Hello there, General Grievous. Hmm. General <laughs> Kenobi, even. Oh, I've got it wrong. Oh, how can it's you do me. it? Obi-Wan Ben Kenobi. Well, Obi- Obi-Wan Ben Kenobi. Young Ben. As opposed <laughs> to old Ben. I don't know whether you can class me as young Ben anymore. <laughs> uh, what were you saying there, Tim, before we waffled over you? Uh, no, I, I, I don't know what I'm thinking, but I was going to say Happy New Year, everybody. Yeah, Happy New Year. It's the, it's 2021. It can't be worse than 2020. Might be about the same. We we wait and see. Um, it's got uh, we're we're five days in, four to four days in. And uh, nothing truly awful has happened yet. Just a continuation of the existing. So we're recording no, literally we've just, just inherited after. a new tier. Yeah, we, we, <laughs> we've, we're recording literally after we've been moved into tier five of the three tier system that the government put together a little bit earlier. So um, we're it's still definitely uh, not a lockdown. It's definitely not a lockdown, but I have to do a full time job while educating two kids from home and stopping them from wrecking the place. And uh, happily, Mrs. P has a. Um, has a, a a COVID secure workplace which she has to go into every day. So uh, I get to to run the house um, while still trying to do my job as well. So this is going to be fun. It's going to be awesome. <laughs> uh, I think I think I might just regress to being a child for eight hours and then work in the evenings. But we'll see how that goes. Um, she'll she'll come in and be like, "What's happened?" And I'll be like, "We've been playing." <laughs> That's it. Just leave. That's done. Um, anyway, did you have a good Christmas, guys? Yeah. Yeah, I did. Quiet. Um, what what Star but, Wars stuff did you get for Christmas, Ben? Um, I got some Star Wars shaped hot sauce things. Nice. I, I do like hot sauce, and uh, I got a, <laughs> a Stormtrooper <laughs> pancake pan. Nice. What do you buy a man who likes Star Wars and hot sauce and other food? Well, Star Wars related kitchen oh, items. To be fair, I got the um, lightsaber cutlery set as well. Oh, nice. That That's pretty awesome, like actually. I'll send you a picture uh, later. It's really cool. Yeah, please do. What about you, Tim? What Star Wars stuff did you get for Christmas? I don't think I got anything this year. I mean, I'm, I, was, I know. Yeah, so I was, at, well, I was in work over Christmas. So, um, it, you know, I, I wasn't with family as such. So I had a few little bits sent to me. Um, I've been bought a ticket to go and see some international hockey in May, I think it is, in London. Uh, I used to play field hockey when I was younger. Uh, so, cancelled. Uh, well, in, this I was is say in May, well, <laughs> May twenty twenty two, maybe. Well, the, the way I look at it is, maybe I'll just get the cash if it's cancelled anyway. So, it's not, it's not, yeah. and then you can buy some Star Wars stuff with it, yeah. Yeah. So you know, we did some, we did some uh, cool family stuff. You know, we did some like uh, hobby challenges with the nieces over the phone, uh, over Zoom, and you know, sort of modelling clay and making some. What, I don't know if you saw the picture. It was like superhero character. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, looked, it, it definitely looked like you were a war gamer who was given <laughs> access to modelling clay for a children's competition, and you smashed them all up, and you weren't even sorry. No, That's what it looked like to me. And, and then the funniest thing was when we had to obviously present it. So all of them were in the same house, so they could obviously present all their bits to each other. I just got bored, so I just quickly slapped it into my photo editor and did like you know, um, you know, weird background and all sorts with it. And- <laughs> Yeah, it's, it was cool, but no, so uh, New Year for me was my break, so I had a nice four days away down at my support bubble, playing board games, drinking gin, so that was quite nice. 
Awesome, awesome. Uh, I got a Lego Millennium Falcon, which I built on Boxing Day and stayed up until two o'clock in the morning <laughs> saying, just just one more bag. And I was going to spread it out over a week. And then I thought, I'll just do one more bag until I'd done all of them. Um, <laughs> I got a, um, a Lego uh, Marvel uh, Helicarrier, which is quite cool. Oh, yeah, that sounds good. Is yeah, that quite big? Yeah, yeah. I haven't built it yet. But it's got like... You can connect it to like electric so that the fan go and everything. So it looks like the, it's actually flying. That sounds amazing. Yeah, it's cool. <laughs> I'm I, looking I, forward I mean, to building it. I haven't got room anywhere in my house to put something that size. But, oh, uh... we, I got a shed load of Lego. Um, some guy was selling loads of stuff. So me and Emma went on my 30th and I was picking things out. Like, oh, I'll have this. And she just went, how much do you want for all of it? So she bought it me for my 30th. And um, and then the guy was like, "Oh, you're gonna make some kid really happy." I was like, "No, no, it's it's just for me." <laughs> and his face totally changed, and I was walking out. <laughs> like this, this kid here, this kid here, the, li- the little fella, <laughs> yeah, the little bald one, <laughs> little bald fella. <laughs> what do you call that? What do you call that? Um, it's the Make a Wish Foundation, wasn't it? <laughs> This little fella here, look at him. He looks like a 30-year-old man. He's only oh. nine. He looks like it, but he certainly doesn't act like it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, um, awesome. Uh, so, hope everybody who's listening um, had as uh, equally, um, well, as good as a, of a Christmas and New Year as you, as, uh, you can do. Uh, so, obviously, it was a bit different this year. Um, and news as well that we've had today from... Um, Ojo has basically um, put kind of a, a deep six on the "oh, we might be getting out of it" kind of mentality that I think um, I was I was finding myself going into. So I am still hoping that at some point in the summer I'll get to meet up with some people and play X Wing in person again. But um, I've I've reset my expectations for some point in the summer rather than maybe sometime in spring. So, um, but we'll see how it goes. Um, cool. Uh, let's um, move on from that before I get all maudlin and start. Um, Drinking gin and singing twelve bar blues and stuff at you. Um, yeah, we're so... all on dry January now, Rich. You, know, you can't be drinking. No, I'm not. I, I have to be after after this Christmas period. Yeah, some people are on vegan January. Nope. Some people are on dry January. Nope. <laughs> no, not not with the world the way it is at the moment. I am not. I'm not preventing myself from doing anything. Um, so a uh, couple of things to talk about, actual bits of um, news. Um, there was a leak around just the back end of last year um, about three upcoming squadron packs. Um, I can only remember the name of one of them, which is the Phoenix something or other, Phoenix Squadron or Phoenix Academy or something like that. Um, but it has the look of um, three more of those ace packs. I've got SKUs. They were leaked by... Um, an importing company. Um, so, I mean, I don't know really what they are or what we can expect from them, but if it's anything like the Resistance one, it'll be some good stuff. Um, I so imagine it's going to be like Rebels, Imperials, and Scum, isn't it? Uh, yeah. That's, that's what I'd guess at, because I can't see them getting many new sh- To be honest, I'm surprised we got the Thai Brew, if I'm honest. Ahsoka in an A-Wing? Ooh. With her pilot ability, all those blues to play with. Oh, <laughs> just go where you like. Shame we want she wouldn't be able to Psycho, Tycho. That's all I care about. Tycho would be good. Just well, something the, that's higher than Initiative Four for Rebels in an A Wing would be nice. I'll say, surely it would be. Would it not be Hera? You would get like the Phoenix Squadron, won't you? That's it? what I mean. I meant Hera. Who did I say? You said Ahsoka. 
Oh, I'm an idiot. I meant Hera. Sorry. No, you yeah. are. <laughs> so you Hera are. Was, we are. We all accepted this. Hera with her pilot <laughs> ability, where you can change your blue maneuvers uh, to another blue maneuver um, with an A-wing style, would be pretty cool. Um, I'd not like least... to just give her something different. You know, like yeah, like an evolution through you, a bit like the um, the uh, resistance one, where the same pilots but slightly different pilot abilities. Yeah, I mean. It would be kind of busted for her to have that in an A-wing with an A-wing dial. It would be like Boba Fett, but on steroids. Because <laughs> if if neither of the two hards suits you, you can just go five straight. <laughs> so whatever, <laughs> do what you want, man. It's I'm fine. sure they'll find a way to slip Oddball in there somehow. <laughs> Probably Oddball in an A-wing. Yeah, it's all good. Yeah, he's still around. Put him in an A-wing. Um, it's also yeah, part of the Imperials. <laughs> There, there is a bunch of rumors around about what's coming out and different stuff. Um, none of them confirmed. So, uh, yeah, just uh, whatever you hear about. Um, it might be true, it might not. Um, but until we start getting releases from AMG and news articles and stuff, then um, everything is just who knows. Uh, so that's cool. Um, the other thing that's been uh, going on over the last few weeks was around about... I can't remember when he actually did it. Was it just after Christmas or just before Christmas? Hexiled Gaming, uh, which you may know from uh, his daily streaming. Um, I think he streams like five, six days a week, um, kind of four games starting at about half five. So he's based in kind of east coast of America. So he starts at like lunchtime for him and and then basically streams for like a work day's worth of of him being in the house. so he's put on a tournament which is called the Kyber Cup. Uh, sign-ups have closed and it has now drawn its first round. And myself and producer Tim have entered. Um, it's so got... 413 other people. Yeah, 413 people completed sign-up and registered a list in time. Yeah. I don't know how many people didn't register a list in time <laughs> um, and how many it was actually up to. But it is now the biggest online TTS event. The only thing that's been run since lockdown started that was bigger was the Fly Better Jank Tank, which technically was bigger because it ran across both Vassal and TTS. So it had a huge number of entrants um, going in the Jank Tank. Um, and it was a it was a straight knockout. So this is six rounds of Swiss and they have changed the cut from a top 32 to a top 64. Uh, I think that's right. Um, I saw a thing from uh, Scott, the the guy that runs Hexiled, saying that they or or one of the other guys saying that they finally decided to go up to sixty four. They were going to run thirty two. They jumped to forty eight with a play in for the t- uh, thirty from places seventeen to forty eight, um, and, uh, and then they basically just went over four hundred, so we'll make it a top sixty four. So <laughs> that's um, ridiculous numbers. It's really well played to him for that. Yeah, yeah. It I mean, shows, you know, just streaming and like constantly, because I really enjoy his streams. I watch them a lot. It's probably my go-to stream. Yeah, he's and he's but, done really well with it, and he's a really nice bloke as well. Yeah, he's very professional in how he approaches it. He before he was doing so, like he got. Um, I can't remember what happened, but basically, he stopped working as a result of um, something around the start of um, COVID, or maybe just a bit before that, and he basically decided to try and make a go of streaming. Um, so he set up Twitch and he did all of that stuff and donations and all that. And he slowly built um, quite a solid community. So he's got around about 100 people watch his stream basically daily. Um, 
people just jump in. He doesn't play unless somebody drops out last minute. It's he's just got a a very long list of people who will always just jump in and play a game for him. So uh, you watch that stream, you'll see the the same people. Uh, it's a good laugh, a good community to be a part of. Um, the interesting thing about Cybercup and probably why it got four hundred thirteen signups is it's free. Um, and it's got some really sweet prize support. Yeah. Um, so if you make cut, basically, you, you, you get some stuff sent out. He ran a donation um, for prize supports. Uh, so you could just do a um, little sub or you know send him five bucks or whatever. Um, and he was after, I can't remember what it was. He was after like, it was like $300 or something or $270 to cover all of his prize support postage and stuff. Uh, and he got that within about eight minutes. Um, and then he doubled Jesus. it. And then he doubled it within about an hour. Um, so basically, as soon as he said, "I'm opening for donations," and these are the things, the red bar tracking donations just went <laughs> up. It went, and it was full. <laughs> like you could see it moving. He, he couldn't keep up to up with the donations. Like to just click the button to move the red bar along, and people were going, "It should be fifty higher." I've just added some more. I've just added some more, and all this kind of stuff. So. Um, it was fantastic seeing that the community did that. Um, I hope so he free gets event. some for himself as well, because he does put a lot of effort in. Yeah, he does. He's he's um, open about the fact that he's trying to make a living out of doing X-Wing streaming. Um, so all of his Twitch stuff, his donations, his Patreons, everything like that that he's got um, is all, um, you know, funds him um, and funds the fact that he needs to buy equipment, but also, you know, his wife works, but he needs to, you know, have money and, and support and pay in. Um, so he's he's open about the fact that he does that with it. Um, so he's he's not ever going to buy a private island, but um, <laughs> yeah, he's he's running an absolutely fantastic. Um, Tell him running a fantastic money on. <laughs> <laughs> you know yeah. his dad. <laughs> so anyway, <laughs> I've signed up. Uh, Tim, Tim, you signed up. Um, what did you end up um, taking in the end? What list did you think about? Uh, did you bring? Oh, I just threw some resistant stuff in there. So I've, um, and it seems to be quite a popular list looking around at certainly what other Sif takers have taken and what some others in the event have taken. So it's essentially uh, three Red Squadron Expert T70s with Heroic. Um, I got uh, Rose, I Rose. think, with Automated Target Priority. And that's yes, what, you have. That was more because I had a few points left over. So I just like, well, I'll sit that on for a point and at least it might give a. An extra token. Um, I didn't want to take too many of the ATPs because um, I don't want to have it too much forced on me about shooting the closest target. If because all my, all my list is all PS3, uh, and then I've also take uh, one of my favourite A wings, uh, Zari Bangle, for um, uh, carry the thread tracers, and I think she's also got heroic as well. Um, and predator. Yeah, so again, Predator was because I had points left over. So originally I'd put Composure on her, thinking that I could do Target Lock, Fail Boost, to then take a Focus. But then thinking about it, I would be stressed from the Fail Boost, which means I then can't do the Focus action. Um, Composure doesn't work. Yeah, no. It's one of those things, like, you know, one of those, um, you know, sort of, awesome ideas you have in your sofa and then you sort of think about it going why hasn't anybody else done this and you then <laughs> you then think about it logically and go ah because it doesn't work right okay <laughs> so uh, they're all i3 they're all i3 aren't they yeah so i i, I fancy taking a five ship list that was i3 so if i come up against other swarms you know i'm going to be able to shoot first mm. and, and possibly um you know ps kill something 
Uh, I fancied flying some resistance beef because it's always very um, sort of solid and sort of uh, consistent, um, you know, compared to, you know, sort of other sort of lists. Um, and yeah, just, you know, I, I've, I've, I've run the, the three T70 Rose and Finn and only run that a couple of times in friendlies and, and got on really well with it. So, um, I wouldn't say that the love affair with the Malara Swarm is, is coming to an end, but I've lost a couple of games with it. So, um, I felt it was about time that I actually started looking at something else and thought I'd jump on this and so have lots of other people mm. about things. So. You forgot to put S-foils on your X-Wings. Was that on purpose or just an oversight? Uh, should be default, but maybe I've uh, maybe I've forgotten. <laughs> I think I, I don't think anybody will care. Well, if I was playing <laughs> you, I wouldn't let you do it. Just uh, you. in all honesty, I will probably not even like bother them, and they'll just be uh, they'll just be uh, going around flying. It's that one turn where you want to do a too hard focus link barrel roll back to block somebody, and you're like, oh. It's probably more likely I'm um, so used to Yasby automatically loading it, and then when I did my list in Launch Bay, um, yep. obviously it, it doesn't. Yeah, it doesn't automatically load it. <laughs> Shouldn't have pointed it out. You might want to edit this bit out, Tim. Ah, <laughs> uh, no, it's fine. This is it. Like you know, I I could probably actually run without it and not care. Yeah, to be honest, I I, I run a lot of um, T70s, and maybe once a game I might think about closing foils on somebody. Um, because think, they don't have focus link boost. Um, yeah, I think focus link barrel roll, so it's less relevant. I think it's very different if you're running the T seventy aces because um, yeah. they'll want that. Whereas when you're just running generics and you're just flying around the block and jousting, um, nice but not uh, not mega urgent. And even then, uh, Kyber. So although it's fixed lists um, after week two, um, they're going to be lists will be unlocked for a day. And you can go in and change your list. Yeah, I think that's really cool because a lot of online events, especially free ones, see a huge drop off once people stop being able to um, actually complete their Swiss games or or qualify for cut. Mm. Um, but it's not an active drop; it's just people stop trying to arrange them. So then you end up with um, a lot of messages and stuff that the organizers are having to deal with saying he's not trying and he's not come back to me and he's not being reasonable and i've been trying to arrange it all week and and all that stuff happens so um yeah saying to people you know if you feel like you can't make cut or you've made a bad list choice and you're at 2 you can play the last four with a different list and potentially now because it's a cut of 64 there'll be i don't know maybe 15 people something like that maybe a few more. What was it at before? Oh, so was that 32, 32, 40 something. Yeah, 430. Yeah, 48. So they've added another 16 on. So it's 16 plus a couple. So it's probably like 18 or 19 four and twos are going to make cut. Um, plus obviously all the five and ones and six of those. So um, I think it's, it's a really good idea, though, isn't it? The the change of listing. I'm I'm gonna next time we do a sift taker cup, I'm gonna do the same thing because yeah. It's, I've had people messaging me many times just saying, look, can you drop me? I hate my list. I made a bad choice. I don't want to play out. Yeah, just saying. I think, you can, think Daryl did it um, last time we did one. He's like, just drop yeah. me. I hate I hate my list. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It would be an, inter- an interesting thing to say to somebody uh, or put it in the rules that once per tournament you may change your list. And you can either change it in round two because you hit your list or you can change it when you hit top table. 
um, if you want to. Uh, if you've not changed it at that point. Yeah, but, you know, Did you, you keep a list um, and people that have done it. So You say it's a top 42 cut? Uh, it's gone to 64 now. Oh, that's good, because I was about to say, uh, so I just quickly put it into Swiss Triangle. Um, yeah. So 413 over six rounds will give us seven, six and oh, and 38, five and ones. So that's 45. Yeah. And then, uh, so that what would be... 19. Uh, yeah, out of the 98 players at 4 and 2. Yeah, top 19 of the 98. So actually that means that if you make a bad choice and it all sucks, you can plug your favourite list in and try and submarine back in the cut at 4 and 2. <laughs> so that's no, good. I like I, that. I, yeah, I, th- I think it is a nice, uh, it's, it's a nice way round because obviously the two ways to do events, certainly online, is uh, it's like fixed list uh, and certainly like quite a short event. Um, or it's change what you want and have a longer event. So this is sort of sat in, in the middle. It's a you know it's gonna be six weeks minimum of gaming, um, but you're gonna get one opportunity to you know change a list, which is, I think yeah. I think it's a good balance. Yeah, the other thing they're doing is accelerated cut. So once um, it hits cut, it's gonna be two games a week or faster if they can, because um, they want to get back into doing their other stuff. Um, so there's no value in having you know, it running for another, I don't know, whatever it would be, another eight weeks while another cut drags out. Yeah. Speaking of dragging out cuts, I'm in, I'm in top four in the Ready Room Roulette <laughs> tournament. <laughs> I've got my game tomorrow. Uh, it's uh, and the, the last day possible for playing top four, having, having had an extended two weeks to play top eight. Uh, my opponent basically is in Brazil, and he just wasn't able to play until Tuesday. So, um, Who are you playing? Uh, uh, Bruno Pugliese, who was my only loss in Swiss. Oh, so he's going to knock you out then? Uh, he might do. It depends on what the pairings are, because we've got... <laughs> oh, it's random lists, isn't it? Yeah, it's three three lists that you create yourself, and then your opponent randomly picks one to play against. So last time it was his aggressor Sloan Swarm against my Venny Ray, oh. and I played Venny terribly and still nearly pulled it back with Ray just popping aggressors one at a time. Um, but couldn't quite, didn't quite have enough left. Um, if I'd not screwed up with any, then it would have been much, much closer. Oh, I suppose um, Ray can play the stress, can't she? Dead easy. Yeah, I had yeah. seven stress at one point with her because she kept <laughs> popping things. So, like, I did, I had two, and I did put contraband cybernetics into a sloop boost, which put me up to four. Then I killed one of his. Which put me up to six. six. No, I must, yeah, uh, I can't remember how. I, no, I wasn't. I was on four. No, I was on three. That's right. I was on three, and I popped contraband cybernetics to do a sloop boost, threw me to five, and then I popped one, which put me to seven. And then the next turn, I did a two bank and cleared it all. That's great fun. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, yes, I've done it. I've achieved a win condition. It's amazing. That's good fun. Um, so uh, my list for um, Kyber Cup, uh, by the way. Thanks for asking. Um, I'm looking at it right now. I'm ready. Is it's the resistance, but without it's the resistance on it. So it's just the resistance. So it's a six ship resistance swarm. Um, it's pretty straightforward, to be honest. It's count to two hundred with resistance ships. Have you changed um, this? You didn't used to have BBs on it, did you? Yeah, no. With the recent points changes, so the the or the version I'm playing in the ready room roulette is doesn't have the BBs on the. Uh, rookies and it doesn't have thread tracers um, oh. and instead it has a one point bid and it has uh, I think uh, starboard slash on Merle maybe um, 
and it's uh, and it obviously it doesn't have thread tracers because they didn't exist before the points changes. So it's um, with the BB, uh, sorry, the rookies came down a point. Finn went up a point. Uh, I think Rose came down a point, and then that basically, and Merle went down a point, and that bought me. Kind of, there's five points worth of upgrades on it. So, heroic two BB droids, which are fantastic on the I1 <laughs> rookies. One point, so good. Um, and then uh, they just let you stay engaged forever. Like, well, for three turns, you get the engage, and then you just, you know, barrel roll bank in, take another focus with both of them, and then the next <laughs> turn do the same thing. It's fantastic. You don't, you know, or you can use them to get really cool blocks and stuff going. Um, Do you want to read the full list before we start chatting? Yeah, so it's much? it's Rose with no upgrades in the pod, Finn with heroic, uh, a Colossus station mechanic with uh, thread tracers, two blue squadron rookie T70s with BB Astromax, and Merle in the A-wing naked. Merle. Merle. <laughs> so Merle's good, by the way, Colm. <laughs> Like he's bigs, um, which is so funny because you you stick him somewhere where he's in or or threatens to be in something's bullseye, and then basically they have to kill him or that ship dies because he strips an agility from them. And it's just hilarious watching this A wing. He either just melts and he dies in the first engagement before he shoots, and you get no value from him, or he just lives and they just go, oh no, <laughs> oh no. <laughs> it's like sorry. Even if he does melt, you've got your value, haven't you? Because they've wasted all their other shots into him, and then everything yeah. else just opens fire when they have no tokens left. Exactly, on a 20-something or 31-point ship or whatever he is. And it's the same with the Colossus Station mechanic, because it's got thread tracers. Yeah, people want to target points. it. Yeah, people want to target it, but it's 28 points. Um, and the... How is Rose 25 points? She costs less than the Colossal. She's 26. She's the same, I think. Rose is 25. I'm looking at your list. Oh, okay. Yeah, she's twenty-five. Yeah, she, she is super cheap. Yeah, that is ridiculous. Yes, she's the most. She's the best value ship in <laughs> resistance. She's twenty-five points. She gets two dice with rerolls and a focus token because nobody ever shoots her because she's got rerolls and a focus token. So she just does two hits every turn. She chugs chugs along at the back and does two hits. That's what she does. Um, and people dodge it sometimes, but eventually, as we know with optics A wings, she just. Eventually, people's green dice fail out. And because she's shooting at three, really, her job is to say, I've done two hits, so you're going to spend your focus token or take a shield. And then <laughs> the Colossus station goes, right, well, I'll shoot an eye or I'll thread trace you. And then the X-Wings either have a single or a double modded shot. And, you know, people find themselves doing mad things, like taking the one shot they've got into Finn just to try and reduce the amount of damage he can do back. Um, and stuff like that, and it's like you're not actually trying to kill my ships; you're just trying to minimize incoming damage, which is that's a good start. Um, it is a good list. I like that list. Yeah, it's. Uh, I had a bit of a bad time with it over the last week. I was doing some practice games against a few people, and um, yeah, I had a a couple of games where it just all went wrong. And you know when uh, the board. well, that was one thing that happened. Um, <laughs> But I still won that game, so that was fine. No, it was a couple before that. So what I did when I changed the list from not having tracers to having tracers, I changed how I was setting it up so it was more of a block that I was jousting with so that I could try and maximize the effect of the thread tracers. Um, and 
when I sat and just did a bit of thinking, I realized that the moment where I started having issues with playing the list was when I changed the list and changed my setup and my approach. Um, so I reverted back to my old setup and approach for a game and it felt just much more comfortable. So rather than block jousting, because they don't need to block joust, the only thing that needs to have other ships in a certain place to get mods is Rose. Um, and she just needs to have stuff in kind of in front of her somewhere. Um, so there's no point in setting up a block of four or a block of six or, you know, trying to do something fancy. So I just went back to what I'd been having good success with before and, and yeah, it um, seems to have worked. Uh, or it's made me happier about it again um, <laughs> than I was before. And it, it's a fun list. And uh, because uh, I killed uh, Connor Holmes in the Rumble, which we'll talk about in a second, um, I've got an awesome painted squad that Kez Kester from um, Steel City Squadron um, made for me because there's a hilarious story about Connor saying, whoever kills the Aether Sprite gets a bounty, I'll paint up a dial cover and send it over to you, post it. And uh, everybody went, oh, that's cool, well done. And Kester said, well, whoever kills Connor, I'll do a painted squad in TTS for you. And he was like, hey, that's not fair. It's Mine was random. And Kester said, yeah, but it randomly targeted me, so now I'm just picking on you. <laughs> so and then, it was, uh, and then Kester flew off the board so he could claim the bounty on his own head. Yes, Kester flew off the board to claim his own bounty on his own dial, and then I killed Connor. Um, <laughs> hunted him down like a dog. His his words, his words. <laughs> um, so, uh, should we talk about the rumble a bit? Um, I think we've, unless you want to go through some of the. Um, the Kyber Cup things. Do you, do you know who your pairing is for the for round one, Tim? Yes, I Cup? am playing uh, Meta Gross five five five. Who I'm okay. not entirely sure who, who his real name is. Um, no, that's but, what's on his birth certificate. Yeah, so he uh, oh. he's uh, just replied to me actually. So he's from California. So we're just uh, having a chat about when's best to play. Uh, as an eight hour difference. Um, so possibly when I I'm on earlies this week. So maybe when I get back from work one evening or. Uh, I think we're both free this weekend. So uh, he's got a very interesting list. Um, so this is what I quite like about events like this, say, compared to the Sift Taker League, is obviously the, the lists are up there. Um, so he is bringing um, Click, uh, who is a V-Wing, so it's a Republic list. Uh, Click can, uh, whilst, uh, whilst the ship is target-locked, you can spend a charge to basically... Uh, remove the range modifiers on whilst it attack or defends. Um, yeah. So you only got one charge, but that yeah, is interesting ability. Uh, but basically, it's it's click and two loyalist volunteer V wings, all with R threes, all with uh, Besh uh, title. Uh, got a couple of thermal detonators, proton bombs, and all synchronized consoles. And then he's got two one hundred fourth battalion arcs with uh, synchronized consoles as well. So uh, chucking out lots of target locks, and then you know, obviously um, the Besh title is the one where they can spend the target lock to ta- change a blank or an eyeball to a hit. So much like advanced optics, but with target locks, and uh, obviously synchronized but better, consoles. But better, <laughs> like like advanced optics, but better. Is it better? I suppose. Yeah, because it. Um... If if you roll double blank, you can re-roll, and if you've got oh, focus yeah, target I suppose, lock, I suppose, yeah, yeah. you blank blank focuses. You just spend them both, and it turns them both. Um, yeah, so, yeah, yeah, it makes sense. Yeah, and with synchronized console, you can pass the lock around and stuff. Um, so the the things that have got good shots should also always be doing two or three hits, and then they can carpet bomb 
thermal depth and proton bombs behind themselves when they want to. Yeah, yeah, so, it's interesting. I, yeah I think it'll be interesting, Matt. So um, both five ships. Uh, I've got the initiative on most of it, although Click is PS4. Um, so yeah, it'll be very. It'll probably all come down to. I imagine the first engagement, like positioning. Um, you know, does he get target locks on his first? Uh, you know, engagement without having to like perhaps boost all his V wings in. Um, yeah, so it'll be yeah quite interesting. Yeah, yeah. Who do you got, Rich? Uh, I've got um, Arturo Allegra, uh, or Alagia, maybe. Um, but he's um, he's a guy who came second in the Lima Open um, just a little bit ago. So he's flying a similar list to the one that he flew then. He's flying two um, arcs, two of the initiative two arcs with shield upgrades. He's flying the Yoda with battle meditation and patience. And, and jamming beam. And jamming beam, which he might actually fire because it's a two dice um, rather than a one dice when he's um, uh, got a deplete from using patience <laughs> to keep his force pull up. Um, and then you've got uh, Isla Secura, who's got a, uh, I think she's got patience, predator, a few other yeah. bits and bobs. Brilliant, brilliant evasion and predator. Oh, that's right, brilliant evasion. which And also jamming about, beam. Yeah, charge, charging up. <laughs> Charging up that plus her ability with Yoda, basically, she can turn a blank into a focus if she's got you at range one in front arc. So she's basically going to be doing um, probably three evades every turn um, and is using Yoda's force to power it. Um, so, yeah, it'll be uh, it'll be interesting um, to see what happens with that. Um, uh, I was quite confident when I first saw it, and then I realised he's the guy who flies arcs and Jedi all the time. So I'm like, oh, maybe I better think about it rather than just be cocky. So, <laughs> but it'll be a good game. So yeah, he's in he's in Peru, so he's five hours behind. So I'm playing him at 10 p.m. on Wednesday, something like that. Anyway, yeah, Give, um, sort of late late one for me, and uh, just at the end of his work day for him. Ian Baker, a little shout out. He's uh, currently at number two. Yeah, in the event, I'm sure he'll drop right down to the bottom after the next round. But you know, <laughs> I hope he's he, taking a picture of it now. He 200 nilled somebody. <laughs> That's because he was such an MP to play against him. The guy just went, nah, nah he, I don't fancy he, playing you, mate. I think he was playing <laughs> against somebody who had a Torkoal swarm, and yeah, he was. And he basically used he's so he's he's using um Sam, Sam and Grievous. Yeah, Chertek and Grievous, and they've all got the things that you would think that they would probably have on them. Um, so we don't need to go through this list, or you can see it on the, the Tabletop TO as well. Uh, Liam Baker is his uh, Tabletop TO name, as opposed to his real name being Ian Barker. Um, so he's got um, he's got those, and yeah, he's just um, he's he's messing Chertek up. I know he's been practicing a lot against um, Torkoal Swarm, so he actually drew quite lucky when he got a, yeah. a Torkoal list to play against, but... Um, uh, yeah, he's uh, so well done to Liam uh, for winning his first game. Um, ever and setting ever. himself on the <laughs> ever it wasn't on stream. It wasn't on stream. He's he's apparently not bad when he's not on stream. So um, <laughs> should we talk about the Royal Rumble then? Yeah. Okay. So uh, Tim had an idea. Well, Tim and Ben. I don't know whose idea it was. Had Most, an idea. Mostly Tim. Mostly Tim. There you go. Credit where due to. 
Tim said, shall we do this? And I went, yeah, that'll be cool. That'll be cool. <laughs> Five and a half hours later. I'm about to say, uh, I, I regret everything. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, so the, the format was basically ace is high, but you, uh, when you died, a new player joined, and there were 20 players. Um, and there was a big, uh, huge amount of politics and don't shoot me, shoot him, and uh, bounties, as we, we previously mentioned. Uh, an awful lot of fun, a lot of banter, and a very drunk Jason Denton from Enigma Wargaming, <laughs> um, who was, uh, yeah, it was, uh, it was great didn't fun. Die. He just didn't die. It was fine, easy, until, until Liam, in fairness, Liam flew Duchess onto the board and then flew over to where Jason was and then dropped prox mines on um, ZZ's head. And then ZZ <laughs> went from three to four health and laughing to one health. And then Jason being drunk, uh, or a little bit tipsy, let's say, by that point, three three <laughs> banked himself onto a Connornet in the middle of the board and exploded and went, Wee! and disappeared. So, yeah, nobody successfully shot ZZ. So that was um, that was an interesting thing. Yeah, it was, yeah. it was a bit of craziness, but I just want to say a big thank you to everybody that took part. I know... Some people uh, didn't get the ship selection they wanted, um, but the majority. <laughs> Sad toaster and his and his tie fighter. God bless. <laughs> I, I actually thought the uh, the tie fighter. I mean, the, the tie fighter did come in quite late on, um, and actually there was a cheeky build you could make with the bonus slots you got for the, the you know the ships that got the little bonus because they were you know sort of to try and balance them. Um, I'd inversio with stealth device, um, and you could probably put a few other bits and bobs on there, like lone wolf and maybe elusive uh, rerolls. Um, and you know, you're getting you can get an awful lot of greens on that. And then when you do finally fail your defense roll, you just iden it to not take any damage and keep your stealth device going. Yeah. Um, so I mean, uh, yeah, there, there was it was it was a, a silly event, um, but it was played in good spirit. Uh, it was just meant to be a bit of an end of year blowout, a bit of. Um, you know, sort of thank you to some of the people who've come on the stream and on the podcast over, you know, 2020. Um, and, um, yeah, a bit of craziness, really. So I think Hexar raided, <laughs> raided us. So we were up to about 90 to 100 viewers at one point. I think we averaged about 40 for, for the entire five and a half hours, uh, which was really good. Um, yeah. And, yeah, it was just a bit of fun. Um, it did go on. It was bit- perfect. It was perfect background viewing, I think, was what it was, because it wasn't serious. It was a bit of a laugh. It was a bit of fun, um, because the all the players on the table were on the the Twitch stream, so you could hear the banter, you could hear the politics, you could hear the the, the chatting. It made it quite engaging to actually watch. Whereas games with commentary um, can be a bit, it can get a bit stale, or it was really good for dipping in and out of. Um, so yeah, I, I think the fact that it was long didn't really matter because people weren't. It's not the main thing you're focusing on, but it's a bit of fun. You know? No, so I think um, I've got some ideas to improve it for next time. Um, so I, I did put in like a regen ability, uh, and in the end, that was just you know a couple of the aces were using that too much to sort of you know you know sort of delay delay the game a little bit too long for obviously people coming in and. Uh, also, with a few turns where people choose to not shoot other people, so I might have a think of um, some consequences of not engaging when you have at least a shot. Um, so we're talking possibly about uh, Dengo may come and uh, referee the game for us or something like that, and not uh, a <laughs> D- Dengo crew, so not Dengo ship um, because that would be horrendous. Um, <laughs> if you don't take a shot, Dengar just comes and boots you out of your spaceship. <laughs> uh, but... Version version one Dengar crew card. Uh, but a, a different way of doing the ship selection uh, it has been suggested by a couple of people, and I do quite like it, is a drafting 
process. Um, so the first player gets first pick, second player gets second pick. So you'll probably end up with the better ships coming out early, or the you know the air quotes better ships coming out early, and then you'll get your you know your headhunter, your quad jumper, your uh, tie fighter, those sort of lower tier ships coming out towards the end I and mean, that'll kind of balance it out a bit but uh, we'll see i mean uh, i don't have to worry about it for about 11 months now so um well done Sh- well done sean milligan sith taker who won <laughs> uh lol sean of the podcast so he uh he came in at number 16 something like that anyway yeah. he was in the teens with uh he had talon bane cobra and he spent uh, the entire oh, oh. the, the entirety of the of of most of the time he was on running away from Corin Horn, who turned up at number twenty, and was <laughs> desperately trying to double tap somebody, just anybody. Um, and he picked on Sean, so Sean just ran away for the entire ter- game, and then just turned back in, flew down, and annihilated Brendan's quick draw for the last turn. Well, um, he, he he let me down as well. Like so, um, he he picked his list, and he was five points under. So I said, uh, you know, you've got a missile slot there. You can just take Prockets if you want for a nice cheeky six dice attack. He's like, yeah, that's really good. And then he fired it at range two. Um, he did annihilate uh, the poor TIE fighter, but um, yeah, was the t- I think was Mornorn one hull at that point as well? And uh, uh, Something like that, yeah. yeah. He fired five red dice at them. But um, uh, for those who've missed it, it'll be up on our Twitch probably for another week, maybe. Um, and I don't think Ben will download it for YouTube because it'll be massive. I was going to say, it might turn up at some point on YouTube, but it's not likely, I mean, is it? I'm, I'm going to try it, see what happens. Yeah, it's five and a half hours, um, and yeah, you know, it's a bit of fun. You get to see Ben coming in in the Kobo um, Star Fortress of many thermal detonators. Just as many as I felt like. Uh, the the net that uh, <laughs> basically I deployed in the middle of the board that um, took many victims. Yeah, it was neat that the um, things like seismics and uh, the so the coronet in the middle of the board, the seismics and things didn't remove the obstacles, so there was no clearance of the board. Um, <laughs> so everything was just always that that coronet killed Suntirfell um, and Nim and a few other a uh, few other people. So it was, uh, yeah, it was a great laugh. Um, so I thank you like, very much for running it. I did like that moment when Martin convinced someone not to kill him, and he promised to do was it. <laughs> Um, feedback feedback array, array. Yeah. and then he was like nah, nah I'm going to kill you and shot him instead <laughs> I know <laughs> if you don't shoot me I promise swear faithfully I swear down I will definitely use feedback array to kill that other ship okay nah <laughs> yeah it was funny uh, everyone was like oh he should do it though he should do it because it would be funny if he did it and it was almost funnier because he well, didn't that's because uh-huh. he took feedback array not really realising it did damage to him as as well yeah, that that was the whole funny thing was he was going to kill himself and one other ship. Yeah. So um, we were all getting ready in the in the ready room to jump in because it was like, oh, it's going to kill three ships. There's three ships going to go off here, lads. And then like one did in the end. It was good fun. Yeah, it was great. So thank you very much for running it. It was uh, it was pretty amazing. Um, it was a good laugh to be part of it. Like especially once you were in playing, it was definitely a good laugh to be in it. Um, but the 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 ready room sitting waiting was funny because people were just having cans and. <laughs> few shots and a bit dram whiskey whatever it was that people were drinking it was um and it was steadily de- degenerating to the point where i was a bit concerned that we might have to just write a couple of players off just be like no you just you just go and sleep mate well was uh, that 
It nearly was ended early, wasn't it, when uh, Darren decided he wanted to try and flip the table? But oh, I, yeah. I, I, I had foreseen such an eventuality and made sure I was <laughs> I was demoting everybody as soon as I can so that nobody could uh, flip the table. If He's anybody's such a bad person, <laughs> if anybody's going to flip the table, it's Darren. Yeah, and the first him. game on TT um, Tabletop Simulator when Darren watched to try and learn how to do it with me and Colin, he flipped it after about 10 minutes. Just because he wondered what the button did. Yep. I don't believe that, but we'll say that, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, probably a bit of a shorter one today. Um, I don't think we've got much else to talk about, have we? No, that sounds nope. like a... Sounds no. like a firm no. Um, so just in light of what we talked about at the start, look after yourselves, look after your families, look after your mates, um, stay home, stay safe. Um, use Tabletop Simulator. Continue to support your game stores by buying product if and when AMG release it or if and when more product comes into the UK. And you can buy the um, six Actus 2 AETAs or Etas or whatever they're called that you desperately need for a list you'll never run. Um, I have got my first one I ordered. Have you not? <laughs> No. It's uh, stuck in a lorry park in Kent, I'm afraid. Oh, um, it's not like I'm <laughs> using them. I haven't put away the other ones yet. They're just sat in the shed. I've got. Uh, I, I got them. I got my two out. Uh, I looked at them. I put some other ships in the hyperspace rings and went. Ah, you can put other ships in the hyperspace rings, and then I put them away, and that was it. Put the cards in the folders, and that was it done. So, um, yeah. Oh well. <laughs> we'll get to use them again at some point, maybe. One, one day, maybe. Yeah, they'll they'll be they'll be uh, they'll be dead on arrival by the time we're able to use them in person, having having had six different points changes between now and and then uh, when we can use. So, uh, but yeah, do do look after yourselves, do look after your mates, and do look after your family. Um, and on that note, it's uh, a goodbye from Tim. Goodbye. Uh, goodbye from Ben. See you later. Uh, goodbye from me. Ta-da. Bye.